Naptown Talk, episode six. In this episode, we got a special treat for you. We're bringing on the my first brother, Matt. I'm not sure if it's special. Special. I, well, that's a strong word there. Here, here's a here's a little a fun fact for you. He's the only Batustak out of all of, all the brothers to play collegiate football. Played at Thomas More College, now known as Thomas More University. And another fun fact is he's actually the only player on record to ask for his COVID year, even though he graduated before COVID. So, Matt, you got anything to say? That was a good intro. Really good intro. I was where you're going with the uh, the first one on record with the uh, COVID year. <laughs> well, it's true. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, got denied. And the reason why is because I was Division Three then, and now they're NAIA. And now oh, they're going- okay. Ah, that makes sense. Well, doesn't that mean you got four more years of eligibility? Well, they're going Division Two, so they're going to review it since it's back in the NCAA. Mm, okay. And hey, I heard you're, you're going to come back at quarterback, just like your uh, old, olden days. No, no, I have a bad shoulder. Oh, okay. That's Can't what be I would say, too. <laughs> so I, I said we just go right into it, Matt. Let's just talk about uh, March Madness. You're a big UNC guy, so you're probably sitting pretty happy right now. Yeah, I want to clarify. Not a, I like UNC, casual fan. I'll never brag to anybody unless it's a random person. I'll just tell them I did a semester there or said I played you know, club hockey there or something. But uh, That's cool. <laughs> but other than, other than that, you know, I I watched a few games this year and they were not good. And if you would have told me they were Final Four good, I would have said, you know, I don't know which team you're watching. But so let me clarify why I thought he was such a big UNC fan because our oldest brother is a graduate of IU, and then our other brother is also a big IU guy. So whenever whenever UNC is doing well, usually around March Madness is when you hear him talk the most crap about UNC. So you would assume he's a pretty big fan just because uh, it's pretty easy to get in our oldest brother's head. So. <laughs> so, Josh, so uh matthew gets in josh's head every time around march oh i mean that's the only place i don't pay for a mortgage or rent to live in I, it's, it's... <laughs> speaking so. of living in people's heads right now i think you can t- call up peter because he's living up in andrew's head right now <laughs> dude I, I really that i don't want to talk about it. i don't even know what you're talking about i well, jinxed him it's crazy what happened. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, let me clarify. Purdue does not eat, need any jinxing here. Like, <laughs> nope, it is I'm calling an, it. That was it my is, first take. Okay, yeah, I go ahead. Take that jinx. I I was going to jinx him. And I also jinxed Gonzaga when I was at it. I didn't even mean to jinx him, but here I okay, am. Okay, first off, Gonzaga plays in the Mickey Mouse Conference, and I think it, it it came to show this year, especially. And if we're being honest. It was I, a Mickey Mouse Conference, the ACC. I mean, people are saying about saying that about the Big Ten right now, though. No, I was hoping to. I'd get a reaction. <laughs> no, speaks for it. There's two teams in the final four. Yeah, now's not a good time. It would have been funnier to say that a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, it would have been funnier saying selection Sunday whenever what the Big Ten had nine teams and we lost four of them first weekend. How about them Hawkeyes? Yeah, Zach National Champions. Uh, what do you have to say about that? You know, I don't want to talk about that, so we're going to move it on. Matthew, how far did you have uh, UNC going in the tournament? That's a that's a good question. That's a great question. Realistically, I had them losing to Baylor. Because of uh, the games, the few games I did, I was able to watch live, not highlights or anything. It was when they got beat by 30 against Kentucky. Um, the second, the first Duke game, they got beat pretty, you know, by 15 or whatever, so pretty easily. And the Virginia Tech game um, in the playoffs, ACC playoffs uh, tournament. So 
not good games to watch. And when they're mm-hmm. when they're bad, they're bad. And when they're good, you've seen it with Baylor and then St. Peter's. They're, they're good, but I wasn't so expecting something. I will say is I'm happy for UNC. Is you know people you know with Roy retiring, a lot of people probably are thinking, oh, is UNC going to be the same? Which is going to be the same question Duke's going to have after the end of this year. But I mean, this kind of answers that. They're an eight seed, nowhere near conversations of winning this tournament and here they are in the final four and i think the most notable unc thing that really stuck out to me was like i think it was last game of the season matt correct me if i'm wrong but they were like the 14 point underdogs to duke going into cameron stadium and then they came out like whooping them like 91 47 uh, 74 oh yeah it was so me domination (laughs) ass macking our cousin randall we text every you know every week about carolina and uh Going into that last Duke game, me and Randall were just like, uh, we're not expecting much. We're still going to watch it. Um, <laughs> and then you watch them beat Baylor together. The watch. But, uh, yeah, and then they, they end up beating them, and I'm like, what the heck? And uh, and the rest is history until the Final Four. Until this Do you think they're going to win? Do you think Duke's going to beat them? You know what? I was thinking about this earlier. You would think I'm. I am so ready for this game. You would think I am just like a diehard UNC fan because my hatred for not not only Duke but Coach K. I mean, Coach K is a fraud. You do hate Coach K. And you know, let's hear some takes. Let's hear them. Well, Uh, they're not going to be my original takes because they're all from part of my take. It's the Coach K suck fest. It is, And, and 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 Andrew knows. You know, Big Cat. They're all about that, together, but they know their sports and stuff. And uh, the uh, the selfishness, the year uh, you know retirement tour, it's all it's all terrible. Uh, the year the year retirement party is like, hey, you know, like Roy Williams, like he went out with some he went out with some respect. Like it was the end of the season, and he goes, hey, I'm I'm gonna hang it up. No, like here comes Coach K. It's like six months before the start of the season. He's like this is my last season. Everyone, everyone, prepare your gifts and just shower me all like all the attention. Right. Every away game was just like, oh, Coach K, thank you. So thank while we're on the topic of Blue ass. Buds, I think, I think Matt has a question for you, Andrew. I'll tear it. Try, let me list that real quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. If you hear heavy breathing, it's because he's walking down and up the stairs. So. Oh, that's, that's no, it's because he's sitting on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm walking sports. Um, I'm watching the last place Blackhawks. Like I'm, they're fighting for a playoff spot where they're not. But uh, um, for a draft pick, this is my thought of hashtag hockey guy. So big hockey guy, never played a single. Indy Fuel, uh, baby. Hey, stay in your lanes. We need to come up for a game. We need to go to Indy Fuel game. Oh, hey, Cyclones on here. All right, all right, yeah. all right, man. What, what you got? What you got for your questions? I'm ready. No, no, I don't really have a specific question. Actually, I do. So I'm gonna start with this one. Purdue had the advantage when it comes to size, right? Oh, yeah. And you saw what Carolina did. Oh, yeah. It went Not, down low. Why couldn't they do that Williams or Williamson? Do you, do you, I, I've, I've been like, ever since that loss on Friday, it's just like, I've been asking myself so many questions. It's like, one, why do we continuously just inbound it and then let Eric Hunter just kind of like sprint east and west the whole time instead of running up the court to let them get set? So it's just like, that's the first thing that pissed me off. The second thing is they did try to play it down low. But they kept playing it down around to the wrong person, if you ask me. They kept trying to give it to Zach Eady, 10 feet from the rim. But, and and that's not his spot. 
Like he is not hitting those 10 feet hook shots that Williams can. Zach Eady played like how I thought he should play. Yeah, like a seven four guy no plus. <laughs> but yeah, he played horrible. I mean, it's like he couldn't grab any rebounds and like he just doesn't have the post moves. Um down he does not have the post post moves down low yet. So it's just like I wish Williams just would have played the whole thing. I wish Jay Ivey would have had an ego check like 10 minutes into the into the game. Because he's over here throwing balls like, dude, okay, we get it. You're getting smothered by the by the guards. Make a pass. Yeah. So long story short, Andrew Reed, his uh dreams of Purdue winning and just shattered. They're gone. I, you know, I was actually kind of rooting for him this year. I'm, I'm not, I wasn't going to admit it until after they lost, but I was kind of hoping they, because they had a good team this year. I thought they deserved to, you know, at least make the final four. So I'm a little, I'm a little upset for you, but, you know, I mean, the, the, the one thing that really sucks was watching what they did, to, was watching what UC, uh, UNC, UNC did to them into yeah. the Elite Eight. Just, <laughs> just doing just, what everybody thought Purdue would do, but yeah, UNC actually did. Like, it. You, you know think, why? Like, Matthew, you can answer this. Why why did UNC actually succeed in the tournament and Purdue didn't? Well, they don't have an overrated coach. <laughs> uh, and then and, and it's funny I say that because it's Hubert Davis's first year and uh he's past <laughs> Painter and all his uh twenty whatever years. Besides uh. besides the cheerleader thing. And then uh <laughs> and, but um no, I mean if you want to win in the NCAA tournament, you gotta be able to rebound and if you look at 2017 Carolina's team, they just they were just men amongst children. That's what I love about Carolina and, and Purdue's the same way, and I use going to be the same way. They get these players that are not number one or two in the nation. They get the players that are the 34 to 50 ranked guys, and they'll stay there for two, three, four years. So I think I see IU going that trend. Purdue's obviously in that trend. I mean, you only have a lot of one and dones between those those three teams. Yeah, and, uh, and I think a. Uh, a good way to end this little March Madness talk here is every we all just go around and let's go ahead and say uh, who we're thinking we're gonna, is going to win. So, who, which team do I want to jinx? Let's think about this. Let's go UNC. <laughs> ah! Hey, see, you know, it's one of those things where my hatred for Duke is really for Coach K is almost more than my fandom for Carolina to an extent. But I'm going UNC all the way. Kansas is overrated. I just jinxed myself. Here we go. Now, Matt, I, I hate to say it. I, like when it comes to that mat, that matchup, like I am all for UNC this weekend. It's just like the Coach K suck fest stops here. <laughs> yep. It's just like his. <laughs> I'm glad his you guys both hate Coach K. I don't really hate him. I just hate Duke. Zach, Coach K. That, that's 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 the same thing. I dislike right Coach now, K, though. but I don't hate Coach K. I hate Zach, Duke. listen to part of my take. Listen to Big Cat and and find the episodes where he talked about Coach K. About every episode since the beginning of March. Oh, you, you can listen and, to one from today or on Monday. Right. And then you'll see his points. And like I said, that, that podcast is satire, but they know their stuff and, and, and he's, he makes, you know, true valid points. And, and it really is. He's, I, I think he's just, whatever. Now, uh, now yeah. one note real quick. You guys know I'm a big part of my take fan. Matt's mentioned a few times. Like, Big Cat is cracking my shit up right now. He's like, he's trying everything he can to, to jinx Duke. Like, he put a game of the year on their Sweet 16 game. The lead eight, he's like, Duke minus two, mortal lock. And now he's, he's running out of bullets. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> that's what funny. Said. Yep, it's, uh, it's, that's all. It's all. It's so hilarious. Andrew, did you pick, you pick who you uh, have winning? You know, I got to stick to my guns because both the brackets I have uh, like competing in all these groups is Kansas. And honestly, I still think Kansas, Kansas is the one. Um, and the reason I say that's like Villanova was playing tough, but they also just lost one of their best guards to an Achilles tear. So 
Oh like, yeah, that's tough. so. Kansas has good guard play, and I th- I would expect them to utilize uh, not utilize, but at least prosper with the fact that they're down one of their starters now. Yeah. So let's go ahead and go into the next little bit. Wait, I'm wait, like, wait, Zach. Who's you? Who's you? Who do you? Pick? I already said it. Say it one more time. Okay, I, my actual. I don't want to just jinx them. You. Know, I'm going to actually say I think Duke's going to win. So we'll see. Just because they're going to do Coach K right because they lost to they lost to UNC the last game for him and Cameron. So they're like, hey, let's let's go on the national championship. So they got that little edge. But who knows? It's it's NCAA and anything can happen. So, um, but earlier you mentioned how hopeless you feel right now as a Purdue fan because you're just trying to figure where you went wrong with that game, right? I mean, you saw the meme I dropped. Yes, that was a good one. So I also felt that way when the Colts lost. So let's get into Colts talk. And I know, Matt, you always have some pretty fierce takes. So let's just hear you talk Colts for a little bit, and we'll we'll throw some stuff in there. Here, let's, well, just, let's, let's give you a lip. How, how do you feel about free agency so far? Oh, yeah, I'm there you go. I'm, clear the, I'm a heat of the moment guy. Oh, you know. So, yeah, I mean, you guys know that, but, you know, I'm, I'm talking more so to the people out there listening. Yeah, all 30 listeners don't know. So, I, And thankfully, that key of the moment guy does not transfer over to my, my, um, my you know, my, my job or, or anything else because I would be just a terrible human being if my sports key of the moment takes translate to life. It would just be brutal. But free agency, let me start with Matt Ryan, the biggest one, obviously. I do not want him. He can't move. I've always said Ooh. in the NFL nowadays, you, if you want to, if you really want to be a true contender, did you watch him last season at all? Zach, he, he got sacked just by dropping back sometimes. I mean, hey, who's on that off? Who's on that um, Atlanta offensive line? Can you name one starter? Right, right. But no, I can't. I remember three years ago, they had all first round picks in their team or something. That's all I no, know. I think it was their yeah. whole starting offense was first round picks. <laughs> so, and they still sucked. I, yeah. I like, but you know what? I, I calmed down a little bit. Um, Matt Ryan, his, his resume show is for it. Um, say what you want about the past, the Super Bowl and all that, but he can still play. He was MVP. And the Colts have too many stars to tank and 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 not try, um, if you will. So I like it. Now. Why not? So I saw – here's a stat for you I, I thought was pretty cool. Um, so like four out of the last five – uh, quarterbacks that moved the team after 250 plus career starts on one team, uh, won a Super Bowl. And that one, can you guys guess who that one out of the five was that did not? But they they went to the playoffs, but that did not win the Super Bowl. Hmm, it's interesting. It's, not, it's a lot. You're thinking a lot more harder than you guys need to. Well, you know, I, I'll give you one guess each. Joe Flacco. No. How many snaps you said? 250 plus career starts. Oh, starts. Okay. Um, oh, Joe Mont. No, Philip Rivers. Yes. I, it's I, four it's, out of the last five. You got to realize it wasn't that long ago. Oh, but that's, I'm just saying. So that there's two teams that got new quarterbacks this year okay. Matt Ryan to the Colts and then Russell Wilson to the Broncos. And I think the Colts are close to a Super Bowl team. They just need a couple more pieces. But Matt, you can go ahead and keep going on about what you're thinking with this free agency. I do got a quick question though. Yeah. Do you guys think like Matt Ryan's kind of like, like if you take Phillip Rivers and Carson Wentz and kind of just missed him in the one no. real quick? No, not, not at all. I think no. it's, it's Phillip Rivers 2.0 okay. where you're getting, you're getting a guy. The reason why I say 2.0, cause he's, he's a little bit more mobile. He's not as hopeless as Rivers was. Um, and he's got a lot better arm strength than Rivers does. Cause you got to remember, he's only going to be 37. Rivers was 39. 
Rivers was 39 when he was our quarterback, and we saw him hit that wall. I don't think Matt Ryan's hit that wall yet. He's got one or two years left before he hits that wall. So our window's closed. Like, it's it's not closed, but it's close to being closed. So you, they better take advantage of it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, just want to clarify, Zach, you mean you like an idiot by making me answer Joe Montana. I didn't want to answer the question. Yeah, you are pretty stupid, but this is really, a podcast to show for it. Really <laughs> not, but I had to. Um, the Nagakwe. Uh, which Zach was pronouncing it. Um, Gakwe. That was pretty bad. Zach was like, uh, Yannick, the aquarium. I'm like, at least I was aquarium. trying. At least I was oh, yeah. trying. I won't attempt it. Andrew uh, said that one guy. Um, no, no, yeah, you, you, you mean Yannick. Uh-huh, say the last name. Wait, Andrew, say it. No. Say it. Ngakwe. Not bad. Nice. The nice. faster you say it, the better it sounds. Yeah, the okay, faster Yannick, you say it, the more you can't dissect it. Gakwe. I get it. It's <laughs> Yannick, yeah, it's Yannick. But, uh, I like it. Me and Zach talked about it earlier. Um, Rocky Sin, sure, he's had a better year this year, but look at the – he played less snaps. He wasn't exposed yeah. uh, on an island. Um, I was a Rocky Sin guy. I mean, he was uh, top five in man-to-man um, for PFF, which, you know. PFF's yeah, been PFF, A lot of people lately. hate PFF, <laughs> but still. That's still – I mean, he was top five. So there's improvement from how bad he was the year before. But like I, what, what we said earlier was we were like, we've seen what we can see out of Rocky Sin. That's my take. I think Rocky Sin, we saw how good he's going to be. So, I mean, we also seen how good Yannick – gosh dang it, Ngakwe. Ngakwe. <laughs> Ngakwe Fast, is. Faster. So, yeah. Uh, so I'm just saying I think that was an – like it was really good to just get rid of him for, for a premier edge rusher, which we desperately needed. Now, Matt, let me um, let me pick your brain. Uh, I know you and Zach have talked a little bit about cold stuff, but like, what do you think about wide receiver right now? What do you think? What do you think the Colts should be doing? As a former receiver, for you know, in exactly yourself, you know um, the game. What you? Well, how many career touchdowns did you have? Was it forty-five? Like two? Forty-six and a half. Forty-six mm. and a half. The half got called back. Half got um, called back a little bit. Um, it's, it's, it, I think it's a joke. Um, and the reason why I say is because backwards on record with the McAfee um, podcast, the parents and that, and then, you know, those little Colts militia groups you see, like, you know, they're kind of credible, but they're not ESPN. Yeah. I thought, yeah. I thought he was quoted on that saying he thinks the receiver uh, room is fine how it is. Yeah, I've, yeah. There was a lot of talks that came out today as in Monday. Um, I, some one of one of the insiders did an interview with Ballard, and he was just saying like he's not he's not pressed to sign a big name right now because he has faith in the guys. While I'm backing him in that regard, I also feel like there also needs to be someone in there to challenge the status quo because like that's the same group. I understand, also, Matt, yeah. We lost two of our best three receivers. We lost. You know, Ty's not resigned yet. I really hope he gets resigned. If he goes, we to lost Pascal. Oh my gosh! Don't even talk about that. Get that disgustingness off here. But I'm just saying, two out of our top three, because JT was up there, but, you know, running back. So, in terms of receivers, we're losing two of our three if we don't re-sign TY. So, how is he, like, thinking that – how are we getting better if we're losing two of our three starters? That's just pretty simple, you know? As he gets yeah. off. It's like a, I, 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 I understand, like, Patman had, like, that big game against the Cardinals. That's an epic game. Big catch. Like, don't get me wrong. Awesome. Awesome what what they did there, but it's just like he's expecting Patman and Paris Campbell. While I'm a big Paris Campbell guy, he's also expecting him to stay healthy and really, really make more of an impact this season. Let's just say 
I we're probably going to draft at least one or two guys. I really hope we we bring in a veteran. It could be a no name. It could be a big name. I just need someone to help bring, mix up that room a little bit. Okay, Matt, Julio Jones or T.Y. Hilton? If you get one. Oh man, they're both injury prone. Oh, that's a good one. I'm not. You're asking Andrew that one. Let me think about that one. I don't I'll know. tell you my perspective on it, Andrew. Yeah. You go ahead and go first, though. Julio Jones. Um, I think that's a familiar face for uh, Matt Ryan. I would love to see both. I don't think we're going to get both. Honestly, if Ty hasn't resigned yet, I don't think he is going to. And so that's leading me to go to Julio Jones, just because even if he is injury prone, just you go. I I just hate that I'm stuck on this. So Julio Jones, like three years ago, beast. Yeah, right. And it's just like if we can see just a little bit of that, just something one game to really just break away from Michael Pittman to allow him to get open a little bit more and allow our young guys to do whatever they want. I think it's because that's another big target. And I mean, we got Michael Strawn. If he ends up being any good, he has the body and athleticism to dominate this NFL. Like the dude would be a like matchup nightmare. There's a reason why Colts fans are starting to call him Mega Strawn. I like that. Because it kind of flows, and you know, Megatron was one of the one of the greatest receivers of all time, definitely top three. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree with Julio. Um, but I would not be surprised. You're just copying off of Andrew because you can't come up with your own takes. No, he made a good. <laughs> <laughs> no, made a good but it, I would love to see Ty come back. It's just it, the the farther we go, the more I just. I don't think it's happening. And yeah, prove me wrong, then, please. I, I'm all for it. He's nah, on the side of Luke Soil. Takes on it too. I want to hear what you got to say. For who? For Julio. Why you say Julio? Uh, well, you know, it pains me to say this. I do agree with Andrew. I don't. I hate saying that. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Jones Matt Ryan connection. I don't think you ever get rid of a connection. Um, and then, Agreed. um, bigger body. Um, then you could have to get. And, you know, I, I kind of – I'm going to use this term that I kind of hate, but you could have a – he could learn a lot from the person in front of him because they play the same style. I don't believe in that as much. You know, people sitting behind um, on a bench and learning from someone. Um, but who said learning, I'm just, you know? I'm just saying in general. You know, you said, mm-hmm. oh, others learn behind Brett Favre. Well – But maybe this guy loves learning behind Aaron Rodgers, okay? I, no, I'm just saying – so, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use this one. I'm going to use Julio mentoring uh, – um, was it Strachan? Strawn. Strawn. Strahan. And Gawkwink. Come on. Yeah. Michael Strahan. Um, I don't know. Big body uh, and really literally a foreign guy to yeah. the game. How to use that big body. Um, it's more than just running a, a seam down the field and, and catching See, the ball. That's where maybe this guy can take that year to learn from Julio. You know, yeah. like you know, you're saying that you don't really believe that, but this guy, I bet he could use it. Cause I mean, he went to Division II school, Charleston, and he played football. He's, I mean, he's from Jamaica, so I don't, I don't imagine him playing football that long. So if he, I know that college too. They during COVID they canceled his season, so the dude probably doesn't have that much high level football experience. So if he can get one year and a vet kind of just teaches him how to, how to like live the NFL life, I think he could unleash his potential. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think in this case, of course, I'm talking about the Colts, though, so I'm more, more um, open to uh, reasoning and why you know so-and-so is better than the other person or or how to make this team better. Jonathan Taylor is the reason why you got to believe. Now, is that, if that man's on your team, you can kind of get into seeing what we can get out of Strong. Now, he, Matt, I, 
I, I do have one more free agency question for you. Cornerback, what, 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 what are you thinking? I just say defense in general. Yeah, defense in general. I mean, I, I, yeah. um, well, cornerback was something I wasn't really worried about because I like what I saw on Chester Rogers last year. But then I always forget. Yeah, he's, a, he's pretty good in my Madden league. Chester Rogers, you mean Isaiah Rogers? Oh, yeah. yeah so, what are you going to say? <laughs> Justin Blackman next? Come on, get your facts. Justin right, Blackman. <laughs> read, read. Just remember. Lawrence Taylor, running back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was. You know, Chester Rogers is a Titan. We hate the Titans here. Right, right. I mean, get your facts right, Reed. You know, you know Rogers has four. Ooh. Emmy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, but Andrew's no. always right in this podcast. <laughs> um, Isaiah Rogers, yes, and then I keep forgetting. Um, you got to forget. You got you got to remember the fact that they just got they have their D lines got better, Yannick. So way better, way better. With a good D line, it takes a lot of weight off your corners, uh, your secondary, and uh, that hey, I want to I want to go back to something from last episode. Andrew was saying Dio. They want he wants a big boy in the middle. Dio is 6'6, 285. Yeah, Andrew, I know. I how much it, does yeah, how tall know. is DeForest Buckner? I listen, I I just think Dio's playing on the edge. I mean and then and then how how much do you think D Buck weighs? 285. 286. So that was close. You were close, but not you weren't right. So <laughs> but Dio is the same exact size as D Buck. You ever take a first off? You're, cha- you're, cha- height, you're, so. you're changing your weight. So let's last, go back. All right. Last so, time you said it was 265. So yeah. And you know what? Look at it now. People can gain weight in the offseason. Learn about it. Stay consistency. All right. Man. You got to stay consistent here. Ballard you're likes changing his, he likes his athletic guys. I, I you know, Andrew, time people can gain weight. Right. Oh, I, oh, I know a thing or two about gaining right? weight, you know. <laughs> we all I mean, I've, been, I've been growing more horizontally than vertically as of late, okay? Hey, Zach said he's going to run with his with, with his girlfriend. And I, <laughs> oh, no, that's fine. That's fine. I, I Snapchat, ran, baby. I got a Snapchat with Taco Bell, and I'm like, oh, that just washed away. Your yeah, hey, hey, hey. Matt, it's the healthiest fast food. Matt, it's called balance. <laughs> Learn balance. about it. Hey, the only run part of Zach's exercise was the fast food and the word fast in it. No, we ran <laughs> no. to Taco Bell and ran back. Wait, you know, obviously. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Listen, but, I, I just want the Colts to sign. Well, we need we need to hear who we, who he wants to sign. I guess we kind of changed the subject, but I don't I didn't hear any person besides Chester Rogers. <laughs> I want to hear who you want to sign on defense. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't, who, who's left? I mean, they 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 he sat who's back. Who's left? I got one name for you. Yeah, I mean, Andrew, it's hockey season. Football. <laughs> So I want to score two goals since we started this. Yeah. And Zach lost your, you lost your bet, Zach. Um, yes, I did. So, so well, yeah, it, it like me who, what, what corners or what big names in general are left. Clayus Campbell. That's a name. I like that name a lot too. I thought he was I'd silent. Him. Not yet. All right. Um, how about, have you ever heard of a guy called the honey badger? Oh yeah. He's still available. Well, in my defense, corner. I mean, corner James Bradbury just announced he, that he's out of the New York. I mean, that wouldn't be a bad trade. I don't see Chris I Ballard. That. I don't see Chris Ballard doing it though. I don't know. Who? I mean, if it costs like a six-round pick, I don't know what it would cost. But I mean, there's been some weird, crazy trades going on. So who knows? I would do it. And we need that. We need that uh, secondary depth. I think if you if you pick one between James Bradbury and the Honey Badger, I think 
Um, I'll be very content with our defense and how it's looking. Because we can we can draft cornerback. And Are you saying one or the other? Yeah, one or the other. Okay. Which one would you take? Uh, the Honey Badger. Why? Uh, that dude is a hard-hitting safety. Him and Julian Blackman would probably be the best. Um, Not probably. They would be. They'd be the have, best safety duo. Also, um, Zoom is telling us we have 10 minutes left. so Okay, we can wrap it up. All right, so out of those people, who do you want? You want Honey Badger, James Bradbury, or Clayus Campbell? Uh, Make a well, decision. <laughs> Campbell's out of it because well, why? Um, yeah. You already have the D-line. No, let's go. Um, or Dwayne Brown go, at left tackle. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, I don't see that one happening. Uh, let's go Honey Badger. I'm, I'm giving, just giving that. There we go. There we go. Because Blackman, what? Achilles or ACL? ACL, Achilles. Right? No, Achilles. Achilles. Oh, that's even worse. So what's he going to be like? Yeah, he's still fairly young, so he can bounce back. I mean, he's like 25 max. No, 24 max. Like, what about right, Cam Akers? Exactly. So he's young, so he can bounce back quicker than uh, no, an older a guy can with uh, 20 Achilles. O- older gent. You can no, say a guy that's the same age as you. <laughs> yeah, guy's the same age as me. Um, but I because I don't know what. Willis is. I still can't figure Kyrie Willis out. Uh, he's a de- he, he he's a depth guy at this point, though. If you ask me, the way our defense seems to be, because of our opponents were going up, I think he's a depth guy. That's why I say James Bradbury. Bring okay. Him yeah. I, 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 you know there's what? talks. There's talks point, to bring Willis down I, into the box, and I would love to see that. If you're asking me, same. At this point, fantasy, I don't care because there's nobody out there that's going to get a Christian Kirk contract or money even close to it. And well, Bauer doesn't yeah. spend money like that so. Well, that's because Jags spend all their cap. No, that's because they're paying the Jags tax. They have to pay them a little bit extra money for them to come down to Jacksonville. That's true. They're all jagging off. Also, just because you got me going, they're not going to sign any offensive linemen besides Chris Breed. They're going to they're going to depth draft. They're resigning and, them. And they got to. Well, no, they're going to resign Chris Reed. Matt Pryor is going to be the starting left tackle come week one. Yeah, I mean, Chris said that pretty much clear. I think they're going to draft a late round left tackle. Or you know, tackle in general. And Maybe the third round him, after they yeah, draft a receiver, tight end in the second round, then receiver mm-hmm. third. <laughs> so, all right. I uh, it was nice having you on. Thanks for breaking the brother barrier. And uh, next time we'll uh, we'll see which brother, either Andrew's brother Eric or my other two brothers, Jake and Josh. So, we'll any closing any closing remarks, Matt? Ups. Apologize for the dog. Um, he, he, his, his heart's bigger than his brain, so he doesn't know what he's doing. Um, I, I like this. It's cool. You know, I listened to every episode you guys had, and it's been structured. This one was more just, just dudes being dudes, guys being guys, just hanging out, talking. And with a little structure of what we want to talk about, it's, it's just a free flow and conversation. And uh, and for my love for sports, I don't get a lot of talk like this going on. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's awesome to come on here and do this. And, and uh, I think this should be like kind of like a little model for all your main guests or all your guests in general. Yeah. Well, just to let you know, we actually just do free flow every episode. So, really, just I'll, let you know, this is how every episode goes. Yeah. You could have fooled me because it's all structured, more organized. And I think when I came on, we were just talking. Nope. This is how no. it normally is. I was just, I was just well, wanting for you. I was just waiting for you to give your outlandish takes. I was ready for it. Well, I said I can tell you I'm the heat of the moment guy. What's going to be in the heat of the moment? Nah, I'm just messing with you. The Hawks are winning. That's why. <laughs> and with I've that, got... yeah, there you go. I thank no. everybody.
Thank and, you. Uh, yeah. And well, he'll be on. Hopefully, uh, we can get him in more of a heave a moment because that's when he's really entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, you son of a gun. Yeah. See, uh, yeah, during a Colts game. But thank you, everybody, for coming back and tuning in. And uh, we'll see you next time. Peace. Go Hawks.